Welcome to New Life Miami, and thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope this word blesses you today. For more information, visit nlmiami.com. We hope to see you soon. And remember, you are loved. with you guys from down here straight to the point not too long we wanted to get you home and refreshed for your week tomorrow um, but if you were here this morning for our service I believe that God spoke uh, to many of you uh, specifically personally um, through the sound of rain this morning I, I really if you did not come this morning your assignment is if you're here today because you're part of the team you really need to, uh, within the next 48 hours, you really should put on the podcast and, um, and really listen to the message and, and try to get isolated, try to be in prayer and see if God speaks to you through that word. Amen? Um, I want, you know, as this video was playing, I thought about it and I thought about some of the things I want to share with you. And um, I really wanted this to get into your minds today. I want this to get into our, into our minds deep into our hearts today, and it's that, that phrase, I can handle it. I can handle it. Because I believe that many of you, even after today, were truly spoken to, uh, maybe for some of you guys, you could say, something happened to me today, and I don't know how to explain it, but it was like if God knew, yeah, what I'm, what I'm going to tell you, it's, it's something prophetically probably happened to you. God just like spoke so amazingly in your heart that he just, he just shook you in a certain way. And... Um, I wrote some things down about you can handle it, and I mean this, especially after this morning, that, that God has given you a mountain to face. Maybe that was you today, and, and, and he's confirming it to you that you can handle it. Amen? That the enemy is at your door, just like this video was saying, but you can handle it. You're confronted with constant fears or with your fears. How many of you guys every day just fears knock at your door? They, they literally just knock at they, They're just your next door neighbors, and they decide every morning they want to come and just have coffee with you. Every morning. And anyone have um, neighbors called fears like that? And they're like, yeah, fears, I didn't really want you over this morning, but you could handle the fears. I shared something today, and, and this is, I guess, what I'm talking about. I said, you know, this, the Lord wants to reign in you, and the Holy Spirit wants to fill you because he wants to give you vision again, and he wants to give you a dream again. He wants you to dream. If you're a child of God, you should be a dreamer, and you should have vision, and he wants you to dream again, and he wants you to have vision again. And, and how many of you guys know that whatever vision, whatever dream God's given you, sometimes it could be very scary, but how about this? Ready? You can handle it. Because if God's given you a vision, I believe that he's going to equip you to walk into that vision he's called you to. If God has called you to something, you've heard me a couple weeks ago uh, speak about the craziness of how God spoke to my heart and in the middle of a, a little small, I call it a cubicle bathroom, though a cubicle bathroom does not exist, but it was a little tight bathroom where I was looking at the mirror in tears and that's when I answered the, God, the call of God in my life. And, and that was a very scary day in my life to say, yes, Lord, here I am, send me. But you know what? Through the strength of the Lord, we've been handling it. And we're still here. There's a call in your life, and God is pushing you deeper in. I'm, I'm hoping this, that if you're here today for this night right here, it's because you heard a call deep in your heart today, and God says, go deeper. And now he's telling you, you could handle it. You know, the deeper you go, we all know, uh, anyone ever been diving? I mean, it's not that scary when you're diving in four feet of water, if that's considered diving. All you did was put your head under the water. You know, you're going to see a couple little fish, like the little ones that nibble at your toes. But you'll grab those things and show them to your kids. If you have kids here, look, and you throw it at them. Those don't scare you. You're at four feet, seven feet. But then when you get a little bit deeper and you hit 30 feet and you hit 40 feet, and then you hit really, you go real deep where you have to kind of stop halfway to kind of get your body in order because if not, you get the bends and all that stuff. That's, stuff, that's when it starts really getting scary because you go, you go some, 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 some depth in that water. You, you, you'll never know what you see under there. There might be a nice shark just ready to look at you and smile at you, you know. Just, he might just be swimming around just waiting for you to get there just to say hi to you. Who knows what you might see down there, whether it's a wreck, whether it's a, a, a plane that went down there, or a boat that went down there, and you go inside and you have your little, I mean, try nighttime, 
diving in deep waters. I mean, I don't know. I've never done nighttime diving, but I'm sure it's, it's freaky. Something in me got bold one day. I said, I want to do it. I'm going to do it. I don't care. My wife said, you're never going to do that. Don't say that. You're not going to do that. <laughs> That's not fair. I won't jump out of a plane, but I'll, I'll think about going nighttime diving. That's weird. But, but, but what's crazy is, you know, the deeper the waters, the scarier it gets because you don't know what's there. And, and it's the same thing with God. Sometimes, you know, God's caught in us deeper, and as he's caught in us deeper, we get scared because, well, what does deep mean? Because what's in those waters? What's awaiting me? And God just looks at you and says, you see, because I'm going I'm to show you things in the depth of where I'm calling you, that you're going to recognize how strong I am in these deep waters and how glorified I am in these deep waters. And, and I believe that for this church. I'm going to share some thoughts with you, but before I do that, in talking about going deeper and going farther, and, 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 and there's a more to us, like I ended the service today. Um, we have a few teams that function every single Sunday here. Um, I think we should give them a hand when we mention them. You can, you can start now. Start giving them a hand. But um, I don't know if, if uh, I don't know, if you follow me on Instagram, you, you should, especially for two pictures that I put up today, just for those two, and then you can unfollow me if you want. Actually, it's not even private, so you don't have to follow me. We'll follow me. Why not? And um, if you follow me on Instagram or if you want to just go ahead and stalk the Instagram account, look at the two pictures I put this morning or this afternoon. They, they really spoke to me, and, and I've put some of them aside because I really meant this. Like, like, this is what's crazy. We had an amazing service, and I was just like, wow, God, you did something so beautiful in church today. Amazing, amazing. And, and everyone was just working so hard all across the board, our church was flowing so healthy this morning. But then something happened. I went outside. I said, wow, you know, Mike, in the preaching, I, told, I used Mike as an example, the servant of Elijah. Go, go, go if you have to go seven times and, and tell me if you see something. And Mike came the seventh time to me as I was pretending to be Elijah up here. And, and Mike, what was it that you told me on the seventh time you went to go look at the sea? Oh, there's a cloud out there that looked like a fist of a man. Yeah, there's a cloud coming in and it's shaped like a fist of a man. But, 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 but Mike is a prophet and he doesn't even know it. Because he said it, and after the service, we said amen, and there was a cloud out there, and it poured. And everyone was rained in. And uh, I said, Mike, you really did see a cloud, brother. It really did rain. Now, what's amazing is I went out there, and, and it was so crazy to see some of our people just soaked in wet. They were drenched. They, they, I mean, some, yeah, you, I mean, they, 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 they took off their shoes. They rolled up their pants. They were care. I mean, we had some of the ladies carrying things, and the men were inside looking at the ladies, and the ladies were like, I can handle it. Oh, man. The men couldn't handle it. But the ladies were like, I can handle it. And they were getting wet. And they, I mean, it was, it, and then, you know, we had such an amazing church, and I see everyone, not just them, but I saw everyone, and I said, that's church. That right there was church. Th that right there is what gets us going. Because if we didn't have hearts like that, servants like that, you know, we make these shirts and we call you guys volunteer. We're, we're all, I mean, we're, yeah, we're all doing this stuff. And, and, but it's, it's so much deeper than volunteer. Just because we say volunteer and you're wearing volunteer, it's not. You, you're coming over here, and I believe this, that those, those ladies out there carrying those things, barefoot out there, getting soaked, that was worship unto the Lord. That, that was like the priest bringing in the offering into the house of God. I'm going to sacrifice this bad boy and I'm going to receive the, the glory of God. He's going he's gonna to get his praise and his sweet smelling aroma. And everyone's like, oh my God, you're all wet. And they're like, oh, wet. This is my worship unto I really, I really felt that. And I said, that's church, man. That's what it's all about. I was so encouraged to see that. I mean, we have a, a team that, that sometimes we, um, sometimes it's, it's amazing. Sometimes we need better work. Sometimes, I mean, but all in all, the hype team and the way that many of you guys are out there and flowing every single Sunday, um, thank you. And I think we could give the hype team a hand. You guys are amazing, amazing, amazing. You're greeting people, you're hugging people, you're smiling at people, and you're carrying things and getting soaked in the middle of the rain. And, and thank you for handling it. Amen. Look at, just look at someone and say, thank you for handling it. Because we wouldn't be here for each, if it wasn't for each other. You know, it's awesome. Um, Jose was up there today. And, and I mean, he, we drove him nuts, I'm sure. And, and Jose killed it up there on the computer. I looked at Rudy and I pointed at Jose. I said, did you see how good Jose did today up there? And he's like, he sure did do good. And, 
and um, and Jose did a good job, and, and we thank those guys because some of us are like, what's the next lyric to the song? And thank God they press enter for us, amen? And thank God they play a video for us, and thank God they're there for us, and, and we could give them a hand, and, and they serve up there, and, and we're just grateful for the audio, the AV team, audio visual, and, and um, the ushers come in and make sure that the chairs are straight, the, the carpet is clean, and I mean, the ushers are, are special. And um, they work hard. If you ever want to get here early, get here at 8.30. And the first people that you will see here along with the worship team, you will see the ushers already just putting things together. And they're already here. And, and, and they have just good hearts. They're smiling as they're putting stuff on the chairs. They're smiling as they're getting things ready. And if it wasn't for those ushers, I mean, what a mess we'd have here. And we're grateful for them. They could handle it. They could handle it. They could handle it. Every single one of our teams, I mean, I don't even have to mention the worship team. They're all right. All right, next. But the worship team, I mean, Isaiah came up here today. We called his number. That was beautiful to see today. Um, David comes in up here and, and, and helps out and does his thing. It's beautiful to see. Um, the way they come up here and the way they faithfully serve every single Sunday and... Um, and they, and they serve and they come and they worship 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 and, they worship and, they worship and their heart is to, is to lead the people of God into worship. And how do we get them into worship and how can we get them to, to clap and how can we get them to lift up their hands and how can, and they're constantly seeking God to, to, to make you better worshipers. And uh, we're grateful for our worship team. Amen? We're grateful for them. I mean, I could go down the list. I could go, I could really, really, really go down the list. I mean, I think you guys get it. I think you guys understand what I'm saying. We could handle it. But there's two groups uh, that I just want to focus on today. And, and it's not because they're any, uh, they're much, they're more special than all the other groups. They're not at all. But it's because I want to just, every time we get together, focus on a team or focus on multiple teams. Um, so, so today it'll be two. Maybe next time we meet it'll be one. Maybe it'll be three. But, but today what I wanted to do is I wanted to call Sophia up here real quick before I get into some thoughts with you. And, and give her a hand as she comes up here. I'm going to stand right next to her. And, and Sophia is going to make her way up here. Sophia, Sophia, come on. And... Um, and something special is happening with the kids. Uh, how many kids were there today? They said there was like a crazy little amount of kids. In the, is it toddlers? No, no, in the toddlers. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah, we got to pray for the person that was back there in that room. But, but we're, we're praying. We're looking at things. We're, 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 we're really trying to do our homework to, to, to stretch out these walls, especially for our kids. And um, we believe God's going to answer us in, in, during, in his timing. But, but I want her to share a little bit of what's happening with the kids real quick. She'll be two minutes. And, and just, just so you can get an idea of what's happening. Thank you, guys. Bear with me because I have a very bad sore throat. Um, I sure can handle it, yes. Let me tell you, a lot of awesome things are happening with our kids. Um, last, last Sunday, Easter Sunday, we had all our kids accept Christ in their hearts to live in heaven forever. And that is miraculous to me. Um, they were very happy about it. They all, you know, they were all gone for it. They wanted to be with Christ. These kids, you'll be amazed. They learn so much. We try to teach them so much. We want them to become, you know, God's children they are now growing into adulthood and um my my goal for these kids i, I guess my mission and I'm, I'm sure all of the teachers is just for them to be disciples of christ and go out there and spread the word we tell them and we encourage them all the time to go to their schools you'd be surprised some of their stories that they have they have ministered to some of their little friends in school that some of them have told them they don't believe in God. And they say, what do you mean there's not a God? There is a God. And they'll start going on about it. So praise God. Amen. Um, we're also very excited. We have a new curriculum coming up. And um, it's going to be really, really good because we're going to have all the kids are going to be able to learn about the same lesson at the same time. The toddlers, the big kids are all going to learn the same thing at a different age level or grade level. Um, we're going to have 
like a, a teacher guide. The teachers will have their guide. And then there's going to be student pages, which are, it's like in a bind. And um, each kid is going to have one that they're just going to tear the page out. They're going to get to take that page home. And so the parents could see what their kids are learning. We're going to have um, summary cards, which will tell them, let's say, like, um, It'll just be like an eight and a half by 11 card. And you could say, what, did, what is in the book of John? And they'll be able to tell you, oh, the book of John says this. You know, that's what it's about. So we're also going to have a big wall map and a timeline so they could come and they could see the different um, times and the different stages. So we're very excited about that, you know. So we're going to start that curriculum probably in July because the toddlers are doing, they still have a few more lessons that they have to complete. Right now, the big kids are doing um, the miracles of Jesus. I mean, we just, these kids, I have been with them since we started with the church. We started basically just like babysitting the kids. And then little by little, we just started to do little lessons. And now we're getting, now this is big stuff for us. So I'm very excited about it. Thank you guys for... Thank you for bringing your kids to church. Every Sunday, we want to encourage these kids to have a perfect attendance always, okay? Thank you. Yeah, and I, and I love the part where, where they're going to take whatever they learn, whatever story they're on home, and parents are going to have to review. So, so through the kids, we're going to share the gospel to the parents. So if they're not, you know, it's awesome. We have some kids in here that their parents don't necessarily come, but they come with Dia and Theo and stuff like that. And they're going to go back home and say, Mom, Dad, you need to come to church with me. This is what we're learning in kids' church, and I can't miss the next lesson. So, so that's what it's all about, man. We're, we're just excited. The next is um, we, we used to have, like, two photographers just running around, and God is really stretching the photography. They had a first night of photography night, and uh, we want to ask Lewis to come up here and share a, a few words about what God is doing with that. What's up, guys? All right, so for those that don't know me, my name's Lewis. Um, I'm here to talk about photography. Um, I want to celebrate the win that he just shared. From two photographers to eight photographers we're at now. And that, to me, is just mind-blowing. Um, not too long ago, on April 1st, we actually had a photography night, and that was awesome. We all got together. We had pizza. We fellowshiped here at church. We um, just shared ideas off each other. We um, learned a lot. We grew a lot. And we also went downtown, and there should be some pictures up there. And we actually took uh, pictures around the city. So it was real cool because we got to know each other better. We got to fellowship, and we got to learn something out of it too. And I, I sort of shared some vision um, with them that night and what it means to be a photographer here at New Life. And a lot of the times we just think it's, oh, it's just a picture. What, what could this picture mean to anybody, you know? Um, at the end of the day, like some, some of us, sometimes we don't see the impact of what a photo could have. But I truly believe that one picture can save a soul. And we've seen evidence of that already at our church. And um, I want Yoslin to stand up, if he can. Um, he, actually, he actually found our church through a picture on Instagram. And we've had a few other people that have, that have found... If you found us through Instagram, you could go ahead and stand up. Um, I, I know there's a few more people that they were telling me that... that they found us on Instagram as well. So that to me is huge because we could impact the community and we could reach people outside of here that might not find us or might not even know God and they could come and find our church just through a simple photograph. Um, so to me, that's huge. Um, I think God's doing very, something very special amongst the team. And um, if you're serving on photography right now, I want you to stand up as well. I know Angel's here. Um, Yvonne. You can stand up as well. That, we had two people that actually started today, Rosa and Yvonne. Um, I'm just thankful for everybody on the team, and, and I know that God has great things in store for us, and I know that it's only going to get better. It's amazing to see how someone says, hey, I could do photography, I'll handle it, and they go up and, and they're already serving. I mean, it's amazing. We spoke about Yasmin and Crystal. They, they, they saw our church on social media. They started coming, and, uh, and they were part of the team today, getting soaked and, 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 and working hard for the Lord out there today. And, and it was all through a picture on Instagram, and God had a reason to press post or share. And uh, when we posted share... And God knew I'm going to reach this couple that, that we're, we're going we're to marry soon. 
Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. So, so you're going to go from, 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 from liking some pictures to coming to church to getting involved, to getting married through that church, to dedicating your child through that church. I mean, can you imagine all the things the future holds for you guys? All because we put share on a photo on Instagram. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, God is good, huh? Praise God. Man, that's good. You know, it's crazy because we, we did speak about the rain and the sound of heavy rain, but, but obviously that's just two teams, and, and we see that there's rain, man. There's rain in the building. There's rain. And, and, and sometimes we could, we could try to measure up with other churches, other ministries, other people. I mean, come on, how many of you guys struggle with that sometimes? You look at someone else, and you kind of like look at yourself through their lens, like, well, I don't really meet up to par with them, but that's cool because guess what? God never called you to be them. And, and it's all right, man. And, 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 but if you really sit back and you really open up your eyes, God is doing something through you. And he's doing something in here. And we're excited, man. And, 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 and we just want to continue to see what God has for us. I believe that. I believe that the rain is here. I believe the Lord wants to continue to pour heavy rain, heavy showers, blessings over us. And uh, as we think about that, and I just want you to think about a downpour right now. We saw one a little while ago. And when it downpours, and we're talking about this uh, rain, the heavier the rain, the heavier the load, the heavier the rain and the heavier the load, isn't it the heavier the weight? And the heavier the weight, I really think about this like this, ready? The stronger the backs to carry the weight, to carry the load. And what's beautiful is that's what I want, man. I, I want to I I build a church that, that when people look at you and say, what is it about your backs, man? Your backs are strong. Like I say, because you should see the weight that we carry at our church. You should see the rain that's on us. You should, see, you should see the responsibility of blessings that have been poured on us. And we have to carry that, carry that out every single, not just Sunday, but every single day of our lives as we represent what God is doing here in our church. Amen? And, and I, really, I really believe that. Like, Lord, give me, give me knees that, that, that bend before you and give me a back that carries, carries for you. And, and, and that's, that's the truth, and that's what we want to build here. And I believe that. I believe how we ended today's service, that many of us want more of God. I'm hoping that you're here today because, obviously, why else would you leave uh, and come back on a Sunday at night? You could have been cuddling. You could have been cooking. You could have been washing clothes. And we could have done so many other things. But I believe you're here today because you know that, that there's more. There's more for you. I wonder, do you guys believe that for yourselves, that there is more for you in the things of God? I believe that. I believe that. There's more for you. There's, and, 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 and as there's more for you personally, uh, there's more for our church. We've been saying this a lot. I don't know if you've been catching it, but we've been saying it here and there so you can kind of get it. And it's, it's, it's you grow, we grow. It's you grow, we grow. And if you grow, we grow. And, um, and, and I think you're seeing that, that God is, is, is getting you deeper, wants more of you. And, and I believe that as, as God is pushing me, pushing you, and, and he wants more for our church, more for our city. But, but, but this is the truth. I trust that it comes with understanding that God also wants more, more from us. And I really believe that. I really believe that. You know, if I, if I, if I stand before the Lord and say, Lord, I want more of you, I know God's going to look at me and say, that's cool, I want more of you. I want more from you as well. We learned today that, and I want to emphasize that, that in receiving his reign, there is this deep responsibility that comes from, from receiving a rain. And we looked today at Paul and the apostles briefly. We skimmed through it. If you remember th that moment that we shared on it. And scripture is full of examples like Paul and like the apostles. Like when Paul, remember in 1 Corinthians when he said, um, um, I watered and, and um, I planted and Apollos watered and God brought the growth. Re remember the, 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 the responsibility there that Paul was speaking about. And the apostles when they start to do miracle signs and wonders. All, all those things. Scripture is full of that. But I, but I want to point from the origin. I want to point real quick before we go, briefly, where it all started. I want to talk about the beginning of all things. And that, I'm going to go all the way to Genesis chapter 2. If you could just let me do that with you for a moment. I'm going to read uh, verse, one, uh, verse 4 and then I'm going to jump into verse 5. Listen to this for a moment. It says, when the Lord God made... When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, verse 5 says, Neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth, for the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth. God had not sent what yet? Rain to water the earth. God had not sent rain yet to water the earth. God had not sent rain yet to water the earth. But there is a, but there is a comma, and, and, and not only was there no rain yet to water the earth, also what? And there was no what? There were no people to what? To cultivate the soil. 
Did you catch it already? That's it. There it is. Because, because we want his reign, but then he also wants his people. That, that's powerful from the beginning, from the origin, from Genesis chapter 2. The Lord had not sent rain yet, but there was also no people yet. Because, because don't focus so much on the rain and, 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 and that you lose focus that, that God really cares about is the people. That he's in a place there for a purpose. To, you know, he, when he puts those people there, they, they have a responsibility to multiply, to fill, and to subdue it, and to all, to all these things. But, but I look at this and I say, man, this is very interesting. There's no plants, had not grown on the earth yet. Rain hadn't been sent to water plants and crops. And yes, there was no one there to cultivate the soil and, and try to understand my teaching strategy here. Ready? A was the impossible. A was the impossible. A, it was a supernatural. A is there was no rain to water the ground. There was no rain to allow the crops to grow. So that's A. Everyone say A. Yeah, A is the impossible. A is the supernatural. A is only what God can do. You and I can't just go outside and say, watch this, rain. God, that's God's doing. A is God. So A is that. A is that. God is the only one that can send rain to water the earth. We're, we're, we're in agreement with that? Good. So A is that. But if A, which is rain to water the earth, is going to happen, if A is going to happen, then B needed to commit itself to it and take responsibility that is given to them. You see, if A, rain, the water, the water was going to fill up the earth, then B, people will cultivate, had to happen next. Because it was no good just to rain on the earth, but there was not a people there to take care of what God was going to rain on. So, so God needed and he understood that he needed people. So A is always possible. Say that for a second. A is always possible. Yeah. Like someone could get healed at any time. It's always possible. I'm going to get real crazy on you. Like someone could resurrect from the dead if God wants to. It's always possible. <laughs> someone could, I don't know, whatever else they might pray for. Sinus infection. They could, they could, they could get healed from that. Someone who is demon possessed could, could get delivered real quick. It's, it's very possible. A is so possible if God just says now. I, I think we're in agreement in this church with A being possible. God can do it at any moment, at any time, that's for sure. But when it comes to B, B seems to always be questionable because A can always happen, but it's B is be there. You see, God will reign on our land. He will flood our spaces. But the great question is, how will we work in that which he's given us? How will we take responsibility? Or let's use this word. How will we cultivate that which what he's given us? Uh, I'll give you an example. If you remember in Matthew chapter 25, Matthew 25, I don't know if you guys remember that. It is the parable of the talents. To, to, to one person he gave what? He gave five talents. To another person he gave what? Two talents and to one, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the cheat sheet. And to another person, he gave what? One talent. Five, two, and one. I want you to notice that. Five, two, and one. I, I love that. Five, two, and one. Remember how I said, don't look at the person with five when you have two and say, Shh, I should have five. They have five and I only have two. I'm not good enough because they have five and I have two and I should compare to them. No, God called you to do something with those two. Leave the person with five alone. It's fine. They're responsible for their five, but you're responsible for your one if he's given you one talent. You're responsible for two if he's given you two things to cultivate. Like that, that's, that's very important. Like I could look at another pastor and the way they preach and say, oh man, but, I, but, I wish, but, but no, I got to look at my call and, and what I'm called to do and focus on that. And if I want to get better and if I want more of God, then I got to just develop that in my relationship with God. But I can't stand before the lens of someone else and say, oh, I want their 10 when God says, why, if you can't handle your... So be, being responsible. So God understands that. You see, God doesn't give you and never will give you something that you can't handle. I can handle it. I can handle it. You're right. The reason why you can handle it is because God will put in you, on you, before you, the things that you can't handle. If not, he's not going to do that to you. He, you're going to be able to handle it. So, so let's get into this. So he measures you up with what you can take on. So he doesn't tell the one Okay, with one to handle two, or the one with two to handle five. And it would be a disservice if the one who can handle five lives all his life just running around handling two. What, what, what kind of servant do you think that is? If you know he can handle five, but he only has two. What, what is that person? Yeah, I like someone over here was brave enough to say lazy. But that person was, is lazy. 
Because they know that they're in for five, but don't ask me for three, four, and five. I'm cool with one and two. Don't ask for more of me. And, and you gotta, we got to really see what, what God, where is God calling us as a church and where is God calling us as a ministry. And I want to do this more often with you guys to push you forward because I believe that God has placed something before us that we can handle and he wants us to handle it. But it's about what will happen, what will we do with what he's given us. And I want all of us to know this as we're looking at team night and as I'm encouraging you and strengthening you. And it's this, that you are able, that you can actually be part of something great and, and, and something awesome and something amazing. But, but the the truth is, and, and, and see if you get this, to, to be part of something greater, I know that God is going to call me to be greater. To be part of something better, I know that God is going to call me to be better. I know that he's going to want me to do something with what he's giving me. And each of us has an opportunity to build something great here at our nest, New Life. If you look around and look at each other, because you guys are amazing people right here. If you just look around. You could do that now. It's, it's a cool little thing. It's just feel at home, stretch out for a little bit. We're almost done, I promise. But if you look at each other, like I look around and I said, like, come on, look at each other. D- do you think that this is the stopping ground for us? Do you think this is where we say the end and God closed the chapter on our church? I wonder if God is stirring some of you like he's stirring my heart. And he's saying, oh, no, the clouds just, the clouds just around the corner. I want you to know that, that we have the opportunity to build. Everyone say build. Building is scary. Building takes labor. Building is painful. You know what building is? Building takes time. Building takes time. And God's given us all something. And how can we build and how can we give it back to God and how can we give it back to a multiplier and say, look what I've done with what you've given me. I want to keep reading because I don't want to sit too much on this. But look at verse 7. It says, then the Lord God formed the man. Remember there was a problem? It hadn't rained yet, but hey, guess what? There was also no man. So watch what God does because there was no man. So the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground. And he breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils. And the man became a living person. Well, thank God he became a living person. We're going to skip for sake of time, verse 15. And the Lord God placed the man, the Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and to what? And to watch over it. Um, you're here and it's, it's an amazing night and we have some food and some coffee. And I want you to take part of all that tonight and just fellowship. And in a little while we're going to pray with one another. But if you're here today, do you believe that this is the garden, that this is the nest, that this is the church? Do you believe that God, just like he placed Adam and Eve in the garden, do you believe that God has placed you in this church? You believe that? I believe that. That's why I'm still here. I believe God's placed me here before you and with you, alongside you. But now watch, it doesn't just end with God placed us here. He says what? I've placed them there so that they could what? Tend it. And they could watch it. Tend it and watch it. The Hebrew word there, the Hebrew word for tender is, is serving it. it. It even breaks it down to the extent of saying, let it be a worship unto the Lord in it. If you remember Cain and Abel, if you remember that, Abel's offering was worship unto the Lord. Cain's didn't meet the worship requirement that God wanted. And he ended up killing his brother. So we see here that he gave man this blessing, right? This ministry. His ministry was the garden. His ministry were the animals. His ministry was the land. And the man was to tend and watch over it and worship the Lord in it. Let's keep reading and, and, and we'll go. Verse 18, 19, and 20. Here it is. Then the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I'll make him a helper who is just right for him. 19. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals, all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. So, so who named every single animal? Notice this. God, see, God created the animals. God created the animals. God does A. God does A. God does A. He does the supernatural. He does, the, he does it, man. He brings the rain. He, he does A. But what did the man do? He named the animals. The man was in charge of doing B. Take care of the animals. Call them by name. Whatever you say their names are, I'm cool with it. Think, like, that's, that's a big responsibility because what happens if God didn't like one of the names? <laughs> Have you thought about that? That big gray thing comes with big ears and a big old nose and you're like, Elephant. And God's like, really? I was thinking a whole other name for that thing. And like, oh, elephant is what I thought of. I don't know. 
You know? Think about that. The, the snake comes, and like, snake, and God's like, snake. God, I was thinking about something so much worse than that. Just, I really want you to think about the responsibility that was given the man there. He chose the name for each one. Everyone go to verse 20. Ready? Verse 20. It says, he gave what? Names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, all the wild animals, but there was still no helper just right from. I'm not talking about the helpers right now. I'm just talking about his responsibility. But, but I want you to see this. Here's the first job, the first job, the first responsibility that was given to man. And it was to tend, it was to watch the land, and it was to name all the animals. I, and I guess this is kind of what I want to push you guys in. Here is man that God created, and God in man already created in man something called creativity. Because God is a creative God. And as God is creative in all of his A's that he's created, all of his supernatural, he says, watch how cool I am. I'm going to create man, and then I'm going to have them to take on part of my nature of who I am. Go and do a little bit of what I do. Go ahead and start calling things. And whatever you say the name is, then that's what it's going to stay as. That's crazy. You can't go back to the books and say, I don't want an elephant no more. I want to erase that, and I want to change his name. Too bad. God already gave the responsibility to that man. He named it, and God glued it, and it is what it is. It stayed that name forever. All the animals and all the birds. You see, you look at this, and, and you almost see how God put man in his ministry. And as he put man in his ministry, did you catch it? Exercise your gift now. Can you imagine how scared Adam was? Elephant, oh, I, hope I, didn't get it. I hope I got it right. Tiger, ooh. possum, I hate those things. I mean, did he name even a roach? Roaches. Think about every single thing. And maybe, maybe in the first 10, he was nervous. He kept biting his nails. Okay, he didn't strike me dead on that one. Bird, and he named the bird. That's a woodpecker, and he bit his nail. Okay, good, he didn't strike me dead. But I'm thinking that by number, animal number 20, he started to get some confidence. And started to walk around the garden, and whoo, dog, meow, cat. I, I'm just thinking that that Adam started to get into it. He just went wild. He just started naming things, bang, bang, bang. And, and it's almost as if he, he started to recognize, I've been called to this. I've been called to watch this thing. I've been called to tend this thing. I've been called to this land to water it, to minister in it. And everything that God's called me to do, I'm going to accomplish it. I can handle it. So if something steps before me, I can handle it. And I'm going to exercise my gift that he's given me. And if he's given me creativity, it's creativity. And if he's given me kids, it's kids. And if he's given me worship, it's worship. And if he's given me usher, it's usher. And if he's given me hype team, it's hype team. And if he's given me youth group it's youth group whatever it is that God says go I'm gonna go and I'm gonna take charge of it because he's equipped me I can handle it sorry I was supposed to talk to you guys today my wife's gonna kill me man she always says why do you scream <laughs> she doesn't like that to me but you can handle it she walked away come back Wife! Come <laughs> back. No, nothing. Bye. So back to the passage. Exercise your gift. Exercise your gift. Welcome to team night. Team night. Team night. Team night. Green light. Team night, 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 green light. Stop stopping on green. Green means go. You guys are slowing down on green when God says go. Go with the gift I've given you. Go and exercise your gift. Why are you stopping on green? Slow down on yellow. When I flash the red, then you stop. But team night. God's flashed a green light, and he's telling you today, exercise your gift. Be creative. Rudy, boy, you rock that computer, and you rock that sound, and you do it to your best. I see how you get on that piano, and every stroke, man, let it, let it, let it, tears flow from your soul. Then you get on that, you know, you get on that mic. Rico, you get on. That's why when I come up here, like, I want to be exhausted on Sundays. I don't want to go home and I didn't give it my all today because I, I wanted to have some more energy on Sundays. No, I want to go to bed and collapse when I get home on Sundays. Why is he so dead on Sundays? Why? Because I died at church. 
I need God on Monday to resurrect me. I want, I, I want green light. I want, I want to exercise my gift. I want, I, I want, I want, I, I want to get to a point where, 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 where this city knows that we're here, that we're making noise because there's a kingdom, there's a kingdom of heaven that can be experienced on earth, but it's on you. Green light. Exercise your gift, team. Exercise your gift, team. Exercise your gift, team. Exercise your gift, team. Take charge, team. Set a routine, team. Hustle, team. Grind, team. Push, team. Pull, team. Plant, team. Water, team. Do what God's called you to do and don't hold back. We can handle it. We can do it too, Amanda. We can handle it. We can handle it. I'll end with this, and maybe just maybe just the piano, just the piano, just minister to us, man. Minister to us. Maybe just the piano. Maybe just the piano, and 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 let's just read this verse, and we'll have it up here. Deuteronomy chapter eleven. I was gonna share this verse. God told me to delete it, and I didn't preach it on um on this morning. But Deuteronomy eleven. I don't know if we'll have it up there. Yeah. I'm going to read what 13, 14, and 15. Look at this. It says, if you carefully obey all the commandments I'm giving you today, and if you love the Lord your God and serve him with all of your heart and soul. No, leave it back on 13. Put on 13 for a moment. If you carefully obey, if you love, everyone say if you, if you, if you. You know, you know God's just saying, blessing when the if you is answered there's a blessing when when there's a response to the if you there's, there's a blessing behind that if 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 you just carefully if if you just carefully obey it all if if you just love the lord your god if you if you just do this you want me to tell you what you want me to tell you something if you you know after every if you you'll be amazed that there might be a i will what happens is many of us lack experiencing the I wills because we lack responding to the if yous. Wow, did that sound? I want to experience I will. Then walk into the if you. If you, and I will, follows. Look what it says next. It says, verse 14, if you, if you, if you, right? 14, then, then, oh, I thought you guys had it up there. Sorry. Then, that's not verse 14. What translation am I reading from? Oh, yeah, yeah. Then, he will. Sorry. I, I had it bold in my notes, so I thought automatically it was going to be bold up there. Sorry about that. Then he will. Then he will send the rain. Oh wow, it mentions rains. Thank God for that. Then he will send the rains in their proper seasons. Because, because you know, God does that kind of stuff in churches. God does that kind of stuff in ministries. It's not just always. It's not always loud. It's not always soft. God has a way of ministering to people. And if you, I will, I will send rains in the proper seasons, in the early and the late rain, so that, so that you could bring in the harvest of grain, you could bring in the new wine, you could bring the olive oil, you could do all that, man. Carry the blessing that I'm going to show you. You see, because if you plant and if you water, then I will bring growth, and then you're going to be able to walk around and carry the growth that I've shown you. Hey, look at the grain. Hey, look at the wine. Hey, look at the stuff that grew out of my planting. Hey, look at the stuff that grew out of my watering, you see, because there is an A that God wants to provide, but is there a B in you that you will provide so that he can show you the A? Hey, I will let you carry the new wine, and I will let you carry all the harvest of grain. I will let you carry all of the oil, but will you be, will you be, will you be available? Will you be the person that I've called you to be? Will you be, will you be, will you be so that you can receive A? And then he says, and he will, and he will give you lush 
pasture land of your livestock and you yourselves will have all that you want to eat. That's it. Come on, write this down if you're taking notes. Hopefully you are. It's team night. It's green light. But write this down. Set up a routine of if you. Set up a routine in the if you. Set up a routine in the if you. Set up a routine. Hey, hype team. Pick it up, man. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. There's more for us as a hype team. There's more for us as a church. Hey, worship team. Pick it up, bro. Pick it up, pick it up. I said, bro, pick it up, bro. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. There's more for our worship team. God's not done with our worship team. There's more for our worship team. Come on, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Come on, ushers, ushers, ushers. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Pick it up, pick it up. Come on, pick it up. I mean, every single team and, and new teams that are going to be born in this church. Pick it up, pick it up. Come on, set up a routine. Set up an attack. Set up a grind. Set up a hustle. Set up an if you. Set up an if you. Respond to the if you. Man, set up a routine in the if you. Set it up, set it up. Set it up a life in the if you. Because I promise you that if you live up setting up routines, those routines will create, they will create results. And God just gave you what the results are. You'll carry the new wine, you'll carry the oil, you'll carry the harvest, and you will bring the growth. But, 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 if you, but if you, how many of you are ready to say, I'm going to respond to the if you's? Because I want to enjoy already the I wills. That's it. Green light, team night, green light. Set up a routine because I promise you, he's going to set up results. If you set up a routine and go work out, it's just a moment where you're going to see a muscle begin to develop. Anyway, I sure like the way this muscle looks at this part of my body. Set up a routine. Something might grow in a place that you never thought you had the ability to grow that in. I thought I was too old. Some of you think you're too old. No, you're not. Some of you think you're too young. No, you're not. Some of you think you're too dumb. Some of you think you're too wise. Some, I don't know, we're all across the spectrum. Some of you think whatever it is that you think, set up a routine. Be responsive to the if you. I promise you, man, do it. He's going to give you results. And you're going to be like, I love the way that looks in our church. I can't wait I can't wait to to come back to this first team night green light maybe in five years maybe in five months and say do you remember when I told you guys team night green light look where we're at now because a bunch of you said I'll start responding to the if you's so that I can start seeing the results of the I wills and I'm gonna be like booyah man is God not good and faithful and true to his word so I hope you guys are excited like I am. I believe there's more for you. How many of you guys, hold me accountable, ready? Believe there's more for me. Believe that for me, because sometimes I need you to believe that for me. I need you to believe that for me. Sometimes I'll go home and I'll hide in a dark place and I'll be like, we're done. We're done. We're done. So sometimes I need that text saying, hey, hey, there's more for you. That's right. Thanks for reminding me. Heck yeah. So, so as I stand here, if you will believe that there's more for me, you better believe that I believe. It's a lot of beliefs, no sense, but I believe that there's more for you. And some of you guys are doing such an amazing job already answering the call to more because you want more of God. Today we had so many guests. People are, are being added to our church. In a way, we had so many people. I, I think the rain, like I said, it, it really does you know, have an effect sometimes on people going to church. But, but do you understand what would have happened here today? Just to, to encourage you a little bit, if we would have everyone that normally comes to the house today, this place would have had to bring out chairs and everything just today because it, it was just a beautiful moment we had this morning. But, but there's, there's, there's more for us. We could reach so many people. There's someone that sits next to us at work. There's someone that sits across from us in the family table. There's... There's so much, but if you, I'll show you that I will. Can you guys stand with me? And let's just, uh, how many of you guys are encouraged and, and, and believe that I'm short, so I'm, I'm cool with my stature.
come so I can see all your faces. But, but how many of you know that you feel this in your spirit today? And, and, and team night, I wanted to encourage you today. And uh, I almost felt like I should just preach this like, and go deeper into it in a second part of rain. But I felt like, no, God just wanted me to share this with you guys today. And, uh, and, and, and just there's green light. God's given it to you, man. Go cultivate. Go cultivate. Go tend. Go, go worship. And do it well. This is what we're going to do. Let's have, let's, have a, let's have three minutes or wherever the Lord wants to take us of intimacy. Some of you guys, are, all of you guys I'm looking are sitting, uh, standing next to someone you know. I'm going to really get you uncomfortable because we're team night and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press the gas on, on the green light. Get, get connected with the group. I don't know. You want me to give you a number? Just let's pick a week. That's scary, dude. I was about to say five. <laughs> but yeah, five. Let's, let's, get, let's get around a group. Maybe five. I'll just help you pick a number five. If you have six, don't think we're going to go up to you. Just get, get into a group that maybe you don't really know everyone. Maybe you do know everyone here. It's fine. But try to look for someone that you're not too acquainted with. Ask for their name. Say, hey, I'm going to pray with you as we pray for our church. And this is what I want you to do. Ready? God, you've given us. Uh, we heard Pastor Rigo today. We, we, we're going to take the challenge. We, we, we received in this team night that there's a green light. We're going to respond to the if use and, and we're going to believe for the I will. So, so Lord, strengthen this group of five here. Strengthen us today. Make our church better. You guys listening to me? Because I'm, 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 I'm telling you what you should be praying for. All right? So, so make our church better. And so make us better. Make our church greater. Make us greater. Pray for your worship team, huh? Pray for the kids team. Pray, 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 for, the, pray for the hype team. Pray, pray for the preaching service. Pray, pray for everything. Pray for me. Pray for each other. And, and just spend a few minutes. Just go ahead and start connecting. Isaiah is going to minister there. And, and be led by the Holy Spirit there. And, and then you guys just, just pray for about a few minutes.